0: You're listening to the God Stories Radio podcast with Fritz, Mike, and Tina, bringing hope, comfort, and encouragement through the power of the Christian testimony. Listen live on the Mixler app and follow us on your favorite platform, including iHeartRadio, Spotify, and Radio.com. Stay connected with us on Facebook and Twitter at God Stories Radio.
1: This is session 230. I'm Fritz. I'm Mike. And I'm Tina. What's going on, guys? Thursday night. Yes, it is. Yeah.
0: January tick-tocking
1: away. (laughs) Is that a country song?
0: (laughs) I guess it could be, right?
2: Yeah. Middle of January, we're sporting 80-plus degrees in weather. I know, right?
0: Yeah. And, you know, the weather's so bizarre because one week it's cold, one week it's hot, like, it can't make up its mind. Oh,
2: wait till Monday comes.
0: Right? It's supposed to be cold again, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. 60 man. and
2: 39. What? 39. That's what I saw, 39.
0: So 80 degrees. That's like Monday. whether you get
2: in Massachusetts. <laughs> well, they're <laughs> going down to the, to the single numbers then. Burr. Wow. Uh huh. That's
1: next level cold. Yeah, it I, is.
0: I don't do cold.
1: <laughs> yeah, I know that's right. <laughs> Sitting in your air-conditioned studio with a very hot cup of tea. Mm -hmm. It's so British. I love it. Uh-huh. spot of yeah. tea right tea
2: <laughs> <laughs> and i remember those days up there in massachusetts shoveling snow i mean but we were so used to it i was so used to it that i was yeah it wasn't with, a big deal was it was a, a flannel shirt and that was it and it'd be snowing and cold and windy and i'd be out there with just a flannel shirt
1: but hmm. but isn't it true mikey that it seems like in the midst of the s- snow when it's coming down and everything that it's not really cold no usually not especially if it's wet yeah i can remember that just mm-hmm. being out there and but i've had enough of that flannel t-shirt oh yeah i've had enough i don't blame you that's the reason why i'm here did you pour coke on your windshield you know did you <sighs> do tricks like that you no. know to get the ice off here your... oh no, just hacked away with those little
2: scrapers scrapers yeah <laughs> oh man <laughs> you yeah. or you have to get you up let the car with the heat on, let it run for about a half an hour until it puts that little spot there where you can get it started with the scraper and then you're you're good to go.
1: Yeah, no doubt. You have to go get de-iced. Mm-hmm. I've never survived. <laughs> uh-huh. no, I remember, you would not. <laughs> I would
2: not I survive.
1: <laughs> driving
2: in that stuff, going pretty, you know, distance, good distances in the snow and everything no else because I had a, a, a sales job. Kind of sorta of. uh, going from house to house and and uh it, it it wears on you you know driving in six inches of snow while it's snowing and
1: yeah, i've had enough of that yeah you got a vehicle though that could take it now oh yeah <laughs> all i know
0: is everybody's trying to move here to florida we're like top one of the top destinations well, they, they do but
2: I also know that there's a number or I understand there's a number that the amount of people that enter per month, I don't know if it's half, but a good number go back Mm -hmm. within six months or so. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Wow. Yeah.
1: Can't take it. Yeah. I believe it. Well, I hope everybody's doing great out there. Happy Thursday night to you Mm -hmm. or whatever night it is that you might be listening to Mm -hmm. us or daytime. Yeah. And uh, we just want to thank our our sponsor, Affirm Consulting. This portion of God Stories Radio is brought to you by Affirm Consulting. Affirm Consulting. Yeah. Tell them a little bit about it, Mikey. It's a Christian-based business
2: consulting firm established on godly principles and a passion to help small and mid-sized businesses. So I feel they feel our mission dovetails well with that of God Stories Radio.
1: Amen to that. Don't we want to want to thank Dennis Huff and his staff over there at Affirm Consulting. Thank you very much yes. for and I think he comes in next week for his testimony. Yeah, actually, yeah, you you don't want to miss that. I can't wait. We got a little taste of it when he was here. Right. And um we also get a he said that we could sit down with him and
2: pick his brain and throw, I can't throw wait. throw things at him and he can throw things back at us
1: and See where we can go. Yes, sir. There's a lot of wisdom there, and I think it's a God setup. I think so too. I really do.
0: Yeah, he seems like a really nice man. So awesome. I've really enjoyed uh meeting him and you know, the time that we've spent with him and so forth and uh excited to know a little bit more about what they do.
1: Yep, absolutely. So uh what's going on over there uh, tonight? Uh, any uh Facebook likes, shout outs, countries?
0: Well, as it just so happens just was, so happens all right there was a facebook life yeah so we want to say thank you to donna gatley
1: donna my brother chris's wife wonderful yeah. thank you, well, thank thank you, you welcome donna. to the gsr family absolutely we love them and uh got to see them in north carolina at thanksgiving Mm-hmm. they are wonderful and, uh, didn't get to see the kids or anything, but uh, did get to spend some nice time with them. And it's always a pleasure to get to see my brother, Chris, and and his wife, Donna. Thank you so much, Donna. Yes, thank you for liking us on Facebook. And anyone else out there, if you
2: want to be a part of the GSR family, just go ahead and like us on Facebook if you haven't done so already.
1: Yep. It's nice because we can communicate with everybody at one time for prayer requests and things that you can keep up with us and you're the first to get the podcast when it rolls out mm-hmm. too. I think it posts there first, so get the VIP treatment, <laughs> GSR family. I love it. I love it. Well, well, we don't really have a guest tonight, and no, we don't. So we were batting around some different topics.
0: I actually really like nights like this because we end up being guided by the Holy Spirit mm-hmm. and the conversation always leaves me going wow this was one of our best shows
1: and you know it's not the first time that i've heard that from a listener yeah that they like when just Mm -hmm. the three of us bat unpack things and bat stuff around
0: yeah yeah it's good because it kind of gets those uh creative brain cell juices flowing (laughs) (laughs) Uh
1: uh-huh some of us have more juices than others (laughs) yeah that's for sure. You <laughs> that's, talk about batting things out. That's around. why, why awesome I'm the producer. More strikes than others, too. Right. <laughs> <laughs> that's why I sit over here, Mikey. Uh-huh. A lot of fall
2: balls. <laughs> <laughs> fall
1: balls. Uh-huh.
0: <laughs> so what's the subject tonight?
1: Well, I figured we could um, talk about, I don't know, selfish choices.
0: So what made you decide that that would be a good topic for tonight?
1: Well, honestly, on our uh, sister station, uh, uh, What Difference Does God Make podcast? We batted around the sum of our choices. Mm-hmm. And it was really cool because it, we had uh, Pastor Chris in and we talked about the sum of our choices and, and some things that we can help, some things that we can't, how to combat them, mm-hmm. choices that we make concerning our children, our finances, mm-hmm. our household and it was, uh, it was extremely interesting mm-hmm. and I was very much blessed by it. So I thought maybe we could unpack a portion of it that, that we didn't get to and talk about the selfish choices themselves mm-hmm. and what choices maybe have I made or you made mm-hmm. that maybe you regret, maybe mm-hmm. that you're still struggling with, maybe that you're having to really lean on the Lord for forgiveness and maybe something that you're struggling with condemnation and it may not be any of the above but i thought at least we could talk about it i know somebody at least could reach back and think about a time where they wish they hadn't put themselves first
0: it's an interesting question because we've all been in that position of inflicting our selfish choices on other people and also we've been on the receiving end of receiving Mm -hmm. the consequences for other people making those selfish choices so i think it's a great topic um i think that you know there's so many different angles that we could touch on and cover um but did you have something initially that kind of was scratching at you (laughs) you know that was kind of like really making you want to to have this topic here tonight.
2: Do you need some healing, Fritz? Oh, we
1: could all use some of that.
0: <laughs> we all need. And the answer uh-huh. to that
1: is yes. Yeah. Uh, you know, I've been. Well, For a when few I'll, st-
2: I'll start. If, if it's this, I don't know where you really wanted to go with this, but the first thing, the only the only thing at that point that popped into my mind was back thirteen plus years ago, right uh, when I was married and even it even goes a little bit further back than that it was probably a year year and a half that i sensed things were not good or they were going backwards and i just said to myself well it's it's okay i can deal with this and you know and then it just you know more months go by and then the next thing you know i want a divorce you know so i was kind of you know, a year and a half earlier, kind of given a wake up, not a wake up call, but a, you know, a little tap on the shoulder and I didn't do nothing about it. And now, you know,
1: I suffered the consequences. How many times can you rethink back? Cause hindsight is always twenty-twenty, and we can always look back and go, you know, I did hear the still small voice and there was a tapping of the shoulder as you right. said things like that and how many times can we regret that we didn't heed that or maybe we didn't know any better I don't know well i did, i really didn't know god at the time either i mean i
2: think god you know after that 13 or that year and a half when everything was taken away within a couple of weeks that was my 2 by 4 upside the head and and let me tell you that was the best part of my life right there <laughs> i mean yeah, i regret now because you know i've been single now for the past 13 years but
1: um that's how that's how jesus found me and but, but you take an inventory of those 13 years and the men you've counseled and the, and the groups you've led and you know those things would have never happened no absolutely not, Had wouldn't, it not I wouldn't, been, have, wouldn't have met you that's a big one mm. as far as i'm concerned yeah I usually always start my testimony there. Yeah. And then I back up.
2: <laughs> and so, you know, like I said, it was, I figured at, at first I thought it was the worst, it was going to be the worst year of my life, but it was my best because that's when Jesus found me. It, Amen. It took the two by four upside the head for me to, to, for him to get my attention. And, you know, I'm sorry that
1: it had to, t- to go to that extent. Um, but, did you ever feel any any guilt, any condemnation? Did you have to wrestle with that? Was, was there a hurdle you had to get over because of all that? I mean, I'm sure if you've ever heard Mikey's testimony, you know, he, he went home and got kicked out of his, escorted from his own home. Right. And uh, never, never went back or oh, no, I could go back. I couldn't.
2: I haven't seen it yet to this day since then. Um, you know... I don't i really don't know that i w- went back to to re- to regret that because again i thank them when i started walking and talking and actually taking it literally to walk and talk with him um i thanked them for the two by four upside the head many times a day so i wasn't even thinking of the other end of it i was thinking you know he he found me
1: so wow that's where i was going so not to dig up you know, old bones or any dirt, Mikey, but was there ever a time that you thought maybe if I hadn't done this or I hadn't made this decision that maybe she wouldn't have booted me out? Like I said, about a year and a half before, I I sensed that there was,
2: things were different, things were changing. And if I had communicated, sure, communication, you know, communication. um, It's a little important. Yeah. Um, It might have changed. I don't know. I'm
0: sorry that made me giggle because you were holding that plastic bag today in front of me, expecting me to know what you wanted.
1: Well, yeah. Your words. I mean, come on.
0: (laughs) And I'm looking at him like, what is he trying to tell me?
2: (laughs) I know you speak, guy. (laughs) You know, but, you know, when people came to me or when I. Talked with people after, you know, shortly after that incident and everything else, and, you know, going through the divorce and and so on, you know, someone would, you know, people would ask me, not one, but there were times people asked me, what would you say is the key? And I say there was three or four things, communication, communication, communication. That's what it all is. (laughs) And that's what I would tell them. Absolutely.
0: And, of course, men and women communicate really differently. Mm -hmm. Fritz and I just had that conversation, I think it was yesterday, um, because, you know, I'm in a house filled with men (laughs) all the time. So I have two grown boys and um, my husband. And so there's only, and now I have a male dog as well. And, of course, we still have our female dog. But um, You're a glutton
1: for punishment.
0: right i because i picked another boy dog um so it's really just me and the girl dog that are the girls in the house you know and she didn't talk much (laughs) no (laughs) but you know sometimes women need to be spoken to or communicated with in a different way you know because guys kind of get used to communicating Mm -hmm. with each other in a specific way and um You know i get that a lot with my boys too so it's um sometimes it's hard being the only female in the group
1: well let's go there for a second because i i uh i tend to give you a bad time you know a a guy like bad time it's not that i mean anything but i tend to rubber nose and things (sighs) that that i notice you know and it's not meant for correction or the to point out that I'm better or right or anything. It's just like what a guy would do to a guy. It's a teasing
0: type of thing. Yeah, and I, yeah.
1: sometimes I, I tend to treat her like a guy. And, you know, she called me out the other morning, and I really, I was guilt-ridden for the whole morning. And I finally had to call her and say, you know, I am really sorry. I, am, I didn't know that it affected you this way. And you really have to be careful because it just, Mm -hmm. because it's cool around your man friends, doesn't make it cool with your wife whatsoever. No. So I had to, I had to apologize and she was very gracious and said, take me out to dinner and we'll call it even. (laughs) (laughs) Well, not really.
0: Uh I would have settled for some flowers.
1: Oh, Okay. (laughs) Called out on the air. There, <laughs> you heard it here first on God Stories Radio. Uh huh. Get just wifey to, some flowers. Just
0: trying to get you to speak my language.
2: Gotcha. Right. That guy language. <laughs> Wife language. Wife language. Yeah. That's right.
0: But you know, you you do a great job, um, and I know that you don't mean anything by it, and that's why I you know I didn't have any kind of animosity towards you about it because. It's just that I guess some days it just hurts your feelings a little bit more than other days. Like, mm. Well, days, sure, you're
1: always, you know, you're not always top of the mind. You know, you yeah. might be stretched out about something else. And yeah. here comes me, old happy and lucky, and I rub your nose in something. And you're just like, you know, <laughs> you just.
0: <laughs> it was just funny. I mean, it was go just. go somewhere. It was just funny because I guess that particular day, i was just not not in the mood for it you know and um so i said something but um i didn't mean anything like drastic or serious by it i just said something and kind of called attention to it but you know it was great that we were actually able to dialogue about it and talk about it and not be upset with each other about it
1: so i could check that off as a good choice column in the good <laughs> choice column i made a bad choice to give you a bad time about things, but a good choice to pick up the phone and say, hey, I realize I'm being an idiot.
0: Well, you know, it was more than that. And for future that.
1: reference. Get the flowers. Or
2: she's a, a wife, not a guy. That's right.
0: But I, there, there was one thing that was more than that that meant the most to me was the fact that you actually took the time to think about it and it bothered you. Um, it bothered you because it bothered me. And that's what meant the most to me because I'm like, wow, that's really sweet. That shows me where your heart is. And it made me feel like, okay, my husband really cares about me, which is basically what women want. They want to be reaffirmed that their husband cares about them Mm -hmm. and loves them, etc. It's not really that we have any doubt, but we just need to be shown, you know, periodically. It's just... It's just one of those things. It's the way we were made up.
1: Yep. Because it was not reassuring for me to give you a bad time about things.
0: But with a guy, it would be. Like, that's how you guys speak to each other. And that's
1: how we blow off steam. You know, it might just be having one of those days and and it's just the way guys blow off steam. Right. (laughs) You know, I've said things to Mikey and I can recall him and he's just like, okay, all right. It's like
0: when a guy punches (laughs) another guy in the arm or, Mm -hmm. you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like cracks the towel on, you know, on the other guy. Um, Those things are are seen as things of endearment to men. Like, Mm -hmm. you know, we're as women, we're like about the hearts and the emojis and the hugs and, you know, and the words.
1: (laughs) Because men are logical and women are feeling touchy feely.
0: I think women. Right? I think women like the words because they're very audio perceptive.
1: Well, and you I got think, that right, John. And I
0: think men are more physical. They like the physical. Um, I
1: always know, say perception. it's amazing what a woman can do. She can be in the living room vacuuming and listening to a conversation I'm having on the telephone, and what's going on in the TV in the bedroom, and can repeat it all back to you. It, it's
0: <laughs> we're we're wired differently it for is, sure
1: it amazes me it blows me away how a woman can do that
0: yeah we're definitely wired differently but I'm really interested to find out why this topic meant so much to you
1: and I'm going to apologize to Mikey because this is this is hard we're talking about husband wife stuff and Mikey's over there going god I, I wish I could have these problems <laughs> I know it yes cause, I no, because but- I know my buddy Mikey
2: Yeah. Uh huh. It's gonna happen. It is. I'm just waiting for God's gracious gift.
1: Amen. Amen to that. So, (laughs) you guys are gonna bend me to the wall. She is. Well, that's what she's letting it go. In all fairness, that's what Joe did to me on on the other podcast, and I love him. And uh, but, you know, if I'm to be honest, I don't want to unpack all my baggage, but I do want to at least put one example out there and one that sticks in my head the most and it had to do with my ex-wife and we were very successful in real estate and we had you know three offices over 100 agents we had plenty of money but in order for me to keep all that i had to put my son on an airplane and send him back to his mother. And it wasn't because she forced me to do it. I'm not blaming her for that, but I'm blaming myself because there was kind of an incident that happened. And what I should have done is got my son and went to my own home. But I think the worst part about the whole situation was when we were at the airport and you know, they always have a somebody that walks them when they're minors and everything. But as he was going down the, the jetway and he turns and he looks back at me and the tears oh. are coming down his face. Mm. And I can't get that out of my mind mm. that that's how big of a jerk I was that I would do that, and uh, that wasn't the only decisions I made that adversely affected my children. But then I wondered why my children are the way they are today, and maybe why they don't really want anything to do with Christ, maybe. I don't know. You know, when they get to a certain age, they make their own decisions, obviously, but that's one decision uh, that i mean there was there's others but i'm just going to talk to that one because that one is is severe in my memory and severe i'm was very very guilt ridden and eat up with condemnation for years with that i couldn't mm. i can get over it and i i had since talked to my son about it and we made amends and he you know supposedly forgives me but we have no relationship mm. You know, he calls me on Father's Day and uh, maybe at Christmas, but there's no, there's no bond there. You know, he's up in Pennsylvania just doing what he wants to do, and he's an adult; he can do that. But he has no desire to have my input, or you know, I really don't exist and it's a hard nut to crack well and you know the lord has since helped me with some healing on that and for the most part i squashed it i just put it in a drawer and Mm. squashed it and i don't think about it but you know with the recent activities that are going on which i'm really not at liberty to talk about but um, for those of you that know me know what's going on but it brought all this to light. It brought all this to the surface, and I have no doubt feel that old Slough you know, just whispering away on my shoulder. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but it also could
2: be that, well that as well, but uh, also to maybe uh, help you get through and and change it restoration restoration yes Time. yeah absolutely Time. and when you were talking about that the first thing that jumped into my mind was that book wild at heart
1: yeah remember the you i'm sure you read it oh my gosh i uh, it was handed a copy of it was handed to me the sunday after you and i met okay it was given to me because it was a boot camp right. that i got invited to right. but I was a mess, so I couldn't think about anything else. But Mm -hmm. uh, Jay Parker, Parker he gave me mine, gave me his copy. And he says, I I don't know where you're at, but read this, do yourself a favor and read this Mm -hmm. and then consider coming to boot camp. And then you joked and said, don't don't read chapter 10. Or something like that was it? Chapter eight or chapter <laughs> ten?
2: Yes, I don't know. One I,
1: of those chapters, and man, you, of course, what do I do? You write to it. Write to it first, yeah. and I was toast. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, and so you know,
2: you hear, I hear this story from you, and and you know, as John Eldridge writes in that book, and he's got it nailed down perfectly. The little boy or the little girl, all they want to hear from the father, their father, is. Do you love me? Do you see me? Do I have what it takes for a boy? Am I beautiful for a girl? That's what they're looking at. And, and if they don't get it, then they go f- try and find
1: it somewhere else. And that's evident. And uh, like, again, I say, they're adults and they can, they're can they making their decisions now.
2: Right. But you
1: can still change it yeah and then War.
0: i'd also like to say that you know one bad decision doesn't make you the sum of that choice you know there is forgiveness and there are probably a thousand good choices that you made for the one bad
2: mm, yeah so you
0: can't put all the weight on the bad you know there. It, it's it's not as out of balance as you may think. I mean, I understand that that was a significant part um, and memory in, in your life, but you don't know how your son has processed it. It may not mean the same thing to him as it did to you. Um, and, you know, you have to take into account to the ages of your children as well because when they're young adults you just go back and think about yourself as a young adult you're just trying to figure it out Mm. you know and there's a lot of crazy that happens when you're a young adult Mm -hmm. trying to figure it out
2: yeah but those tears running down his face
1: hold was he i think he was uh I want to say about nine or 10 years old, maybe. Almost at the age, you know, 11, 12. He was a little guy. Yeah,
2: but almost 11 and 12 is about the age that it's really, but that's what they look for. The boys look for, you know, do I have what it takes and do you love me? And yeah, wow.
0: But I know that you have expressed your love to your son and Mm -hmm. that you have affirmed him in the ways that you can. Um, But, you know, it's about how much they'll let you into their lives as well.
1: Yeah, I've certainly tried. And, you know, I have to give credit and praise where it's due because the Lord has made opportunity for me to at least have communication, open channels with all my children. Right. And that right there is amazing. And I'll take it. Mm -hmm. Right you know, and still I have the, the prayer weapon, you know, I may not be able to speak into their life, you know, audibly, but the Lord can. And I, and and I pray for him constantly. And I say, Lord, you know, put Christians in his path, everywhere he goes, right. He can't escape you, you know, put Christians in his path, give him a mentor other than myself, you know? uh, So I pray those things and I, I know the Lord hears them. So, I have peace and I have my faith. maturity tells me that it's going to be okay. You know, it's just the flesh side of it that I have to, Mm. to deal with. And there's certain things that remind me, um, of those things. And I've really had to process me as an individual.
0: So I'm just curious, um, because I've known you for about, you know, over five years now. (laughs) um when are you going to forgive yourself because jesus already forgave you a long time ago
1: that's an issue and that's an issue we unpacked the other night and uh i uh i feel like i have but you don't sound sure of it it, no you know and you use the word condemnation that's not it's one of those things though where you have you, you just have to ask the lord to help me forgive myself, help right. me, you know, and then, you know, celebrate recovery was, and real freedom was very instrumental in helping mm-hmm. me deal with a lot of that. Cause I was going through that when we had our little group of five men around the little table and right. the little high top table, and we right. used to discuss things. And uh-huh. we both look pretty silly in those small school ch- chairs. Yes. I, I, I know, but you have no idea how much I look forward to that. To that group mm-hmm. every week. And I had a routine uh, that I did. And without that routine, I would have not made it. Mm-hmm. So uh, I just big shout out to Celebrate Recovery and real freedom. Yep. But, you know,
2: you mentioned again, you mentioned that word condemnation a couple different times. And it's does saying in the Bible now there is no condemnation in them who are in Christ Jesus. Mm-hmm. So you got to change that
1: word amen i gotta forget that words mm. what i gotta do because mm. the bible speaks very clearly about that
0: and i think you have to start living in the uh forgiveness that god has given you already instead of taking residence in in that condemnation you know so um he's already freed you from it
1: Mm-hmm. And amen you need to be living in it because I I just want to encourage a lot of parents out there that maybe you know there's a lot of parents and and kids that don't ever fix it no
2: mm-hmm.
1: and there's a lot of parents that aren't even aware of what they're doing or what they did mm-hmm. but the Lord revealed all that to me and allowed me to see that for a purpose and wow. I believe it mm-hmm. and I'm going to see something. To fruition, something full circle, right? And it's going to be big, <laughs> you know. Just like we used to sit and talk about you with your kids, Mikey, right. and it was like a pipe dream. Well, it's you, you it's got, happened. It it has. Right. There you
2: go. And she, I remember her saying specifically that she, I don't remember why I didn't. I stopped talking to. I don't know why.
0: Well, good. You hmm. know, I'm. I mean. We were so happy for you to be reunited with your family and, you know, to be amongst all of your children and, I mean, and grandchildren. Mm-hmm. I mean, that was just such a blessing. It was. Especially over a, a holiday like Christmas, you know? Thanksgiving. Oh, I'm sorry. It was Thanksgiving. Well, Thanksgiving Christmas season. Mm-hmm. Um, But... You know that's that's what god's all about he's about that restoration and i feel like fritz is right in the middle Mm -hmm. of this restoration period and it's so difficult because when you're in the middle you can't see all the way to the end and you can't see when the beginning was it's like you're just kind of stuck and it's all around you but
2: i prayed
1: every day i will tell you that Mm
2: -hmm.
0: he is too yeah well
1: you know the sometimes you tend to form your own scab over the wound and, and, and the father just comes and rips it off. And it's unsuspecting. Sometimes and you're like, man, I buried that. Why am I going through this? Because you didn't it ha- because I didn't thank you. And it has to be brought to the surface. And that's why. for the real healing to begin and I think that's, that's what's, what's going on with absolutely. me and not not just my children it is it's and not just with is. the current situation that's going on mm-hmm. but I've you know i've I've got some stuff I've got to get over and I uh, at least uh the Lord waited until i i I say the Lord waited but i mean his, his timing's always perfect but I never would have been able to handle something like this before yeah before absolutely and now at least i'd like to think that i have somewhat of of a chance spiritual maturity yeah uh, that i have a chance
0: well god has um just me witnessing as your wife i have watched the lord restore so many parts of your life um just in the five years we've been married it's been incredible to just kind of have a firsthand seat and watch. And, you know, I know he's done the same thing in my life, too. I've witnessed areas of my own life being uh, restored and um, repaired in a way that's not humanly possible, that only right. God can do. So I know it's a difficult time but it's a time of healing for you and Mm -hmm. it's time for you to forgive yourself
1: i I think the biggest thing too is just sitting here thinking about it how i could have been that individual in the first place and but that individual was out with without christ Mm -hmm. right plain and simple right and there was that other word codependency oh yeah yep it's real. Mm-hmm. It's very, very real.
0: It's hard to look back on our lives. You know, I look back on my youth, too, and I see the, the choices that I made as well. And it's it staggers me sometimes when I think about the things that I did. And I look back at that person and I say, this was not who I am.
2: Mm.
0: It wasn't who Christ has built me to be, but you know, when you're living in sin, you get distorted. So we have to gravitate towards Christ and ask for forgiveness in those areas of our lives. And then we have to be willing to accept the forgiveness. And then, you know, that's why your testimony is so powerful because now that has become a part of your story to help you reach other people. Mm You know, and that part of your story is going to help other people with yeah, their children. And it's there. going to help me. It is. It's going to help In you. And the
1: same. And if I can become transparent and help one person not make that decision, then I I wouldn't say I've done my job, but I've done what the Lord wants me to do. Hmm. So,
0: or, or even if it's to think twice about making choices that are selfish and ungodly.
1: Oh, my gosh. Yeah. There's a big stop sign there now. (laughs) Well, it's pretty, pretty,
2: pretty tough to have a godly choice when you didn't even know who he was.
0: Mm -hmm. Yeah, because you're living by the world standard, and the world is telling you what's okay and what's not okay. And we know that that's backwards from what the -hmm. Lord has. Mm
1: -hmm. Well, I can't even say that I didn't know him because I I did, but I turned my back on him, and that's all part of my testimony as to why I did that. But I did that. And of course, he wasn't prominent in my life, but I still heard the still small voice always going, you know.
0: But we've talked about this before. There's a difference with knowing the Lord because a lot of people know the Lord and consider themselves Christians. Oh, sure. But there's a difference in being sold out for him.
1: Oh, yeah. Mm -hmm. Right. Oh, my gosh. Yes.
0: So you weren't sold out back then, but I know for sure you're sold out now.
1: Oh, yeah. I am not in charge. I'm telling you right Right. now. Fritz makes terrible decisions and I have realized it. And it's took me 55 years to get here, but I'm here. And I I tend to make the rest of my life. uh, I want I pray to the Lord that I can get the expressway to my destiny. You know, it's took all this honing for whatever it is that he wants me to do. And even if it's right here, right now, doing this, if that's what he wants me to do, then that's great.
0: When he broke you, you know, broke you down to the point where when Mike met you, that's when your spiritual baptism, I think happened.
1: Wow. I'd never heard it called that before.
2: No, no, I haven't either.
0: But I think, you know, a lot of us, I know for me specifically, I knew who Christ was. I knew some of the word. I knew I studied it, um, but I wasn't sold out for him. You know, he wasn't Lord of over my life. I wasn't making my decisions based on him. I was making them based on myself and what I wanted. And once he broke me, he used my my child to break me but once he broke me um i was sold out for him too you know it took that pain Mm -hmm. for me to get down on my knees and cry out to him just cry out because i had nowhere else to go
2: he knows what it'll take he does he does for me it was losing everything
1: everything everything and we sat in in that very same seat mikey when when i first met you i went from something to nothing pretty much just that quick just that quick pretty much
2: (laughs) at least i thought i was something (laughs) well didn't we all yeah really yeah i
1: mean
0: and i think you know that's the thing that you want to be so careful about is that is jesus lord over your life or do you have idols set up in your life where you're putting things above Him? And, you know, if you are living for Christ, then nothing is more important than Him. He is the most important above all. And that's when you know that you're His. Yeah. Because... If you're truly his disciples, you're going to follow him. Mm-hmm. And that means his ways, his word that's in the Bible, everything that he spelled out.
1: And there's nothing that the Bible doesn't address. Yeah, you know, I'm just nothing. sitting here thinking about it. Seek ye first, and all all things will be added, added to you. Yep.
0: And that's why Celebrate Recovery is such a great program too because it doesn't matter what hang it, hang up habit or hurt you have. It's the answer is always the same. It's Jesus Christ mm-hmm. is the answer. Amen to that. So He's the right size fix for everything. You know.
1: Amen.
2: It just may take a little something. That's going to have to get you
1: to that point. Yeah. Yep. There's a bottom for everybody. Yeah. Unfortunately, my bottom was was definitely zero. Oh yeah. Absolutely. But like I said, I wouldn't change it right now. No. Absolutely not. Not at all. Nope. Nope. You know, that's why I'm excited about 2020. You know, we're just visiting the hard stuff and unpacking the difficult stuff and talking about it and putting it out there. And I'm excited to see where the Lord's going to take God Stories Radio in 2020. I really do. What about Fritz? Well, Fritz is on the mend. You know, it's not like I'm uh, depressed or anything like no. that. But, you know, I'm I'm learning and I'm growing and uh, I want to grow properly. I just don't want to put a steel Band-Aid on it and forget it happened. No. Because that's you what can, I did. You can tell there's a lot on your mind. Yeah. Yeah. Yep.
0: <laughs> it's not an easy season to be in.
1: No, it isn't. So I just covet your, your prayers and I thank you for... Uh, all the listeners and, and GSR supporters that that would uh, pray for us and and pray for me and uh, just to to get it to be where the Lord wants me to be, which I think I am. Yeah, I do too. Yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't doubt that. You know, just uh, it's it's a hard issue, and and it's going to be okay. I know it is. So I'm just going to thank everybody in advance for their prayer and support. Thank you. Continue to pray for Mikey. Mikey needs to have a few lady problems. <laughs> so he can come in here and talk about talk about it from our perspective. Uh-huh. <laughs>
2: Yeah, i tell the guys in the group too because most of them married i just I keep i says remember you know when when god finally blesses me you know i'm going to be coming to you guys and asking you questions about this that and the other thing you know it has been a long time <laughs> it's like driving
1: that car mikey you never forget <laughs> it's certainly been speaking of to- the car uh, how's the truck update give us a truck update it's it's fine it's it was a
2: was a great choice and of course you know a little story that uh Boy, i know I what believe,
1: a what a blessing
2: i believe that he chose it so it's uh i like it when he chooses
1: things I'm well you just, got that right you're just waiting for this next one amen to that
0: because he always gets it right
1: yes he does yes he does fantastic well thanks for hanging out with us that was session 230 wow 230 230 can you believe it no they didn't say we'd last a week.
2: <laughs> they there was, there they, was they some, truly didn't think we were going to go
1: a month or two No. Yeah. I know, but God's in charge. That's the That's beautiful right. Thing That's about why. us. That's why. Amen to that. Well, listen, if you'd like to give your testimony, uh, you can drop us a line at GodStoriesRadio at gmail.com. If you'd like to come in personally, which is the way we'd like to have you, it's GodStoriesRadioTina at gmail.com and she does all the booking and we'd love to have you personally if you can't come you can always call in you can write in we've actually read people's testimony yes, that have. they've written down we've actually read one guy's story it was like a stent- two, 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 hour two hours two in his a day. day and that was awesome unbelievable it was so we'll we'll take it this is god stories radio we'll take a god story any way we can get it right it's wonderful
0: it's all about him It is all about glorifying him Yep. and showing people what he can do in their lives and in anybody's life. Mm -hmm.
1: And And, something I want to throw out there, too, you know, we have this new business sponsor and I'm really appreciative of of Dennis and whatnot. And if you would like to do that, you know, you can always go to the website, GodStoriesRadio.com. There's a PayPal button there. That you can push if you feel so inclined. Every little bit helps. We're terrible at asking for money. As mm-hmm. a matter of fact, that we were we refused to do refused, it. Refused. We're very against it. And then we had a couple people come to us and say, "Hey, look, you need to you need some help." Well, One of go them actually said, "Father told him to mm-hmm. tell us to do that." Yeah. So we just want you to know that we just love and appreciate the people that that pray for us and support us, and we want to talk about them and. Give them accolades. We're not here to, we're not trying to do a fundraising and stuff like that. We no. just love the Lord and we want to keep this going and every little bit helps. And we just want you to know that we appreciate it. Thank you so much from the bottom of our heart. So. Absolutely. So drop us a line, Godstoriesradio at gmail.com. What else can they do? They Mike? can tweet us. They can tweet us on the Twitter and uh, like us on Facebook. We would love that. And we just appreciate everybody that's been on with us, uh, Mixler. I think uh, I see Joe is on. Good evening, Joe. Hey, uh, Joe. And Good Joe's job. got a couple of comments over there I haven't been able to get to. But uh, <laughs> anyway, thank you, Joe. Love you and appreciate you. Thanks for listening. And uh, everybody else that's on Mixler tonight. Our guest list from February going forward is empty.
2: So anybody out there wants to give their testimony if God's tugging at your heart.
1: Let us know. Amen to that. All right. Well, that about wraps it up for session 230. I'm Fritz. I'm Mike. And I'm Tina. God bless you. God bless.
0: God bless.